0: Inside the CDC office, 2021. Oh, well. Well, there, Dr. 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 Fauci. I'm talking patients. Well, oh, I'm very great. great. You go. Got my bester. There we go. I don't want to be a guinea pig. I'm the Patrick. Right? Yes, sir. There we go, another oh, one that's there, fully Mr. vaccinated. Oh, hi hey, Rochelle, how are you doing today? Doing quite well with fully vaccinated people. Oh, that's people. good, because guess what? We just got more than 60% of all these people vaccinated. And we're lying and about now Omicron. they're all running around doing this stuff. They're running around, and we got them fully ah, vaccinated. Just like we want them. You <laughs> a- know, who is this? Oh, God. Yeah, I'm here with my, oh, my God. It oh, God, nails. it's a Republican candidate. Hey, Robert, oh, no. Paul, oh, I God. Oh, ugh. come on. Your states are so upper, high. Like, upper, upper, Indiana upper, is upper, so chapped upper, up. Upper. It's oh, focused. no, that's it. Uh, Look at all the virus cases in your state. You need more vaccinations. Here we go. Get him. Get him out Dr. Feltine. Oh, my God. What should we do now? Oh, my God. These Republicans. Fox News. Fox News. Get choice. You, know, stupid vaccinations. you have no choice. You got owners. They own you. They own everything. They own all the important land. They once since bought and controlled the corporations. They once since bought and controlled the Senate, the Congress, the state houses, the city holds them. They got the judges in their back pockets. Then They got all the big media companies telling you what kind of information you get to hear. They got to buy the balls. They're spending billions of dollars lobbying, lobbying to get what they want. Well, you know what they want. They want more vaccinations and more people got risk. Dr. Fauci has told us guinea pigs to get vaccinated when doctors should give you the option during your monthly checkups or when you meet them regularly. Look at the cause of what Dr. Fauci is doing to you, the CDC and Dr. Rochelle Walensky. These people are controlling you under any means necessary you want to get vaccinated, get vaccinated. If you don't, we don't have to. It should be a freedom of choice and a freedom of expression. Do you want to be a guinea pig or do you want to be a human being? Fight for your rights and stand up for what you believe in because nobody should be listening to this unless it's from your doctors.
1: I mean, hey, I mean, I'm happy I'm not living in a blue state. (laughs) Uh uh-oh, in a blue town for college. Enjoy the podcast. Let's Let's
0: Let's go Braden. Let's go Braden. Let's go Braden. Let's go Braden let's go braden hey let's go braden hey hey and now this is the latest podcast of conspiracy theories liberal views conservative views and elsewise this is your variety show with braden lynch hosting let's go braden may your views be expressed and no and no facts do not care about your feelings Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the very
1: first episode of the Let's Go Brayden podcast. I am your host, Brayden Lentz. And just in case you are curious, I am just a little bit quieter because now I actually have roommates here at my apartment at Indiana University. And I'm going to keep it unnamed for privacy reasons, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's only been my third day here and it's been been the enjoyable ride i got a lot to talk about well hey everyone welcome to the very first episode of the let's go brain and podcast and yes of course i have turned republican and i've been a republican since 2015 since the days of when donald trump ran for president i love john mccain but i mean a true supporter of something is just like a true supporter in sports i mean you can love sports all you want you can love them until you're blue in the face and then you can realize hey you know i don't even like sports anymore but I mean, there's diehard sports fans, and there's people that are just bandwagons, and I'm a diehard Republican, even though I was born on liberal principles, because there have been times that I have been very lorded by liberal principles, especially in my high school that were very political over there, very Democratic, very, very blue, very uh, just all around blue in this area. I'm from Bloomington, of course. But I originally was born and grew up in Vidsons. And yes, that town is red as red can come. I mean, there are no laying masks over there, uh, mask mandates over there. I mean, there's nothing over there. And I don't mean to sound like a Brian Kelly about that. But no, I mean, there ain't no uh, vaccines required there. And there ain't no masks required there, which I honestly will tell you, if you look at the science Behind masking, which I'll get into this in another episode. If you look the science about masking, it's ridiculous. I mean, I mean at this point you should be wearing a mask, even though even if you tested positive for COVID, I think you should wear a mask. And that's it. I mean, don't fully not wear a mask. That should be up to you. But what I'm saying is, with this current COVID situation. I had unreportedly tested positive because I lost all my sense of smell and taste, but hey, you have this country, we got freedom, and you know, it's just something that we look up to rightfully so, but yes, welcome to the Let's Go Brandon podcast, or Braden podcast, not not Brandon, Braden, that's what they called me, a companion, Braden podcast, is we will be talking about the conservative views. Yes, I do want to get started with our hot topics of the day, which is the news. So let's hit it, RTA.
0: Hey, CNN. It's time to hear what's happening today and what you're thinking on Fox News and otherwise with the latest edition of What's Up
1: in the News. Right now on 25. Uh, yes, if you heard that, right now on 25, that's actually a student that I went to Vincent's University with, and his name was Rondell, and he thought that he was all big shots, so therefore he decided to host, host his own news show, and yeah, I mean, the story goes on from there, but yeah, if you want to check his channel out, Rondell Joseph, he's got over 300 subscribers, He's sure as a character, I'm just going to say that much, but... Now on the news for today, the first lineup is, oh boy, rambling, rambling, rambling. Joe Biden today had some stupid press conference and Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe, Sleepy Joe Biden. Come on now, Iraq. Oh my God. See, I cannot stand this guy, but he's urging the Senate to have filibusters with voting rights. And yes, this is a big, big deal if you think about it because... I'll tell you the truth. Russia did not include the election in 2020 and neither did anybody else. I do believe that President Trump was the most dignified person for the job. But to be honest with you, at that time, since I weighed more into a liberal-type style and had the liberal media tell
0: me, Oh, yeah, well, Donald Trump's doing this. Donald Trump is protecting people from the United States. Coronavirus numbers. He's not doing this. He's not going to die because of him. Oh,
1: it's just like, Jesus Christ. And then I just had to basically fake being a Trump supporter. But yeah, it's the filibusters. According to The Guardian, it says... Uh, yeah, it said that President Trump, President Biden, my correction, President Biden, is actually doing this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Correct? Why here it says the Guardian said Martin Luther King, the third, a civil rights leader and son of Martin Luther King Jr. Reflecting on Joe Biden. <laughs> Let me keep on, reading. on Joe Biden's speech in Atlanta, calling on the president, quote, to use the power of his office to eliminate the filibuster. And then it said on, President Biden was clear in his call for eliminating the filibuster to pass voting rights. And we're grateful he has taken this bold step, like everything he's done has been a bold step, to support the change that we need. We, but he can't raise his call on feet, and of the Senate and walk away. He must... Used the full power of his office to ensure this Jim Crow relic, Jim Crow relic, finally fails. And yes, the writer. Uh, oh yeah, and then we'll talk about that later. But yeah, the writer of this article, who is I'm trying to find a name for this writer. It doesn't really. Oh, Joanne Grieve. Jo, oh, Joanne Walters. Joni. Joni Grieve and Manav Sin. All right, that's a hard name to pronounce without Google Translate. But yes, I'm just going to say there is no such need because voting rights in the United States have never been fair anyway. The government isn't really fair to us anyway, to be honest with you. Every time we elect someone else, we're basically electing a douchebag who's got a shit ton of money. So. That's the basic reason why we vote for these people because we try to exercise well, like our voting rights. But yes, they're doing this because of Donald Trump and the collusion in 2016. The fucking collusion. I just can't. I just can't. I'm, you know what? I just can't stand people like that. I just can't because the Democratic Party is trying to think it's just a blowjob for, uh, for them to try and say, hey, you know, Donald Trump, he really colluded the election about 2016 and 2020. But you think about it. There are people who are dead in caskets, and they're underground, and you're think, and you're telling me that what they're thinking of their voting rights is right in heaven or hell? Well, guess who they're voting for in heaven and hell? Nobody, nobody is voting anywhere in uh, heaven or hell because they don't care about this country. That's why they, when they always say, God bless you. God bless the United States of America. It's like now, though, dead people are voting for the president. And yes, Democrats allowed this to happen. They allowed this maniac to decide to come in here and say, hey, you know, we're going to rig the election. Because, yes, I think Democrats are at fault. And I also think that the way the voting system is in the United States, it justifies more dead people than it does rich or poor. Because it doesn't matter if you're living in this country anymore. All that matters in this country today is that you're a dead person and you're voting. That's how Joe Biden won the 2020 election. And that's how he always has won the 2020 election. And hey, I mean, if President Trump's going to be there again, they'll probably do that same shit again. I'm just going to say I can't stand this administration. It's just it's a horrible, horrible situation in this country. And the voting rights in this country, they tried to make it so black voters can vote. Yes, I'm black myself. Woo-hoo, we voted. Yep, I voted, too, which was terrible because I voted for Joe I Biden mean, anyway I just I just mean it was just awful how now instead of black white Hispanic Latino we're caring more about the dead but yeah this filibuster is a huge deal in the United States because I had heard much about it and it had said that uh that, oh my god even Dr. Fauci is supporting this but the whole point is to subpoena basically what happened in 2020 with uh, President Trump or twenty twenty, yeah, with President Trump. And then the insurrection in twenty twenty one, which just was a bunch of maniacs. But voting rights in the United States are really at the end of the day, they're really justifiable. Uh, they're just they're terrible. I'm just gonna say it it's very not justifiable, but not, not not justifiable, but terrible. And we do and I do believe, in fact, that this is just another stab at the Democratic, this is another stab at the Republican Party because, hey, guess what? They need more dead people to vote. All right. The other article. I don't know if you've heard about this, but I actually read this on the Washington Post yesterday. I work for the Indiana Daily Student. They're the most liberal, 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 liberal station uh newspaper company i've worked for and it's just like oh everybody's supporting democrats that's how this whole school is though and i'll get to that later but yeah at iu this is possibly the most rich democratic part of indiana that you could possibly find but speaking of indiana I don't know if you've heard about this. Ma Yang reported, and this story's been out for about a week, an Indiana state senator has been backtracked on his remarks that teachers must be impartial when discussing Nazism in classrooms after he sparked widespread backlash. And it says, during a state Senate committee hearing last week about Senate Bill 167, a proposed bill that would ban concepts that divide, the Republican Senator Scott Baldwin, who co-wrote the bills, and said teachers should remain unprejudiced when teaching lessons about fascism and nazism this is what he said marxism nazism fascism i have no idea what the education system providing instruction on the existence of the those isms and then he added i believe we've gone too far when we have when we take a position we need to be impartial true we, he went on to say that teachers should, quote, just provide the facts, and that he is, quote, not sure it's right for us to determine how that child should think, and that's where I'm trying to provide the guardrails. Baldwin since walked back on his remarks in an email to the Indianapolis Star last Thursday. He said that his intention with the bill was to make sure teachers are being impartial when discussing and teaching legitimate political groups. Hey, guess what? The history in America is fucked up. And not only that it's fucked up, but I'm also saying that when it comes down to liberal views, conservative views, it's just basically you have to be subjected by these teachers they're so narcissistic they're saying hey how about you sit in this corner if you're not gonna sit in this corner you'll be kicked out of my class son well guess what miss andrews this is america and uh, i'm just gonna say it with enough of your bullshit with uh, enough of your bullshit with cultural race theory i'm just gonna say it it's stupid it's stupid it really is stupid. I don't know what I don't know what else to say. It's pretty stupid when you ask me that you're trying to basically ruin these kids' lives anyway. They're already depressed. They're taking fucking Xanax for dinner. They're probably taking fucking Tylenol to go to bed and they're probably taking like a bit of Zyprexa or Adequ- Adequil, or whatever they call it, Adevil, w- before they go before they wake up in the morning. So they're already doped up on pills anyway. They're on some damn things called iPhones. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Uh, and then you also have these things called Microsoft Computers. Thank you, Bill Gates. And then you have the accommodation of social media. Thank you, Mark Zuckerberg. And to the inventors of Snapchat, Pornhub, and TikTok. Well, I'm just going to say it. Our kids are already fucked up anyway. And you're just going to tell me that the the way we should teach in America is true? It's not true. Nowhere is it true because this system, this system we're talking about here, is just stupid. It's just stupid. It really is because education should be about a competition. It should be a game, especially the college level. It should be a. It should be a competition, but the education system in the United States we're already ranked twenty fifth in math and twenty seventh in science, or yeah, twenty fifth. 25th in math 25th in reading and then 27th in math and sciences. I mean we are low. We are we are low as low can go in this in the parties no matter if you're red or black this is a unified issue because the education system in the United States as I have done research before on this topic is just it's awful. Uh, I mean, yes, we got high performance schools with high graduation rates and then the higher you are in the hierarchy, you're going to get a full-time job and then that full-time job will make you a billionaire. But if you're like me who lives on Section 8 housing with a single mother and sister and just getting out of college, it will take me years to get up to the full-time job position and make it billions and billions and billions of dollars. It would take years unless I just get one really good successful company off the ground. But hey, that's why I'm going to the same school as Mark Cuban. But I just mean the education system anyway sucks. Colleges should be a competition. See what, they, what rates they can put on to encourage students to continue getting their education. And in the grade school level, they should know the basics such as reading, writing, drawing, uh, literature, in science and social studies but not have to be graded on it from an SAT or ACT exam, which is why I'm happy now that they're getting rid of that. But I mean it's not gonna bring down the numbers because of one thing, the iPhone. I think that thing has just ruined kids' lives. I once had a almost like a heroin addiction to Instagram and it was one of the it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad because it was it got so bad that it made me attempt suicide. That is how bad these social media companies, they want you gravitated. They want you to be at the bottom of your rope. They don't want you to succeed. And if you do succeed, they're going to try to pressure you back into your social media again. I'll admit Twitter is not as addictive and neither is LinkedIn or YouTube, which I'm happy about that because I do not get addicted to those. But with the fact said that social media is ruining America, it's also ruining how we think and how we feel. And it's also ruining the emotions we have as kids, because, I mean, a happier kid is going to get a better education compared to a sad kid who's on their phone all day long not caring about class. Then there's some people that just don't go to class at all and don't care. And then there's some, as I've seen at universities, such as IU, I have seen just basic instincts of these schools saying, hey... You have a D in math, a D in science, and a D in everything else. How about you go to IU? We're going to accept you. And then once they get here, it's, oh, we don't know how to fill out the housing application. Or, oh, we don't know how to get a dorm. Because, I mean, on the very first day during that stupid new orientation day, which every student has to do, no matter if you live in Bloomington or not, basically anybody could go to that school. Anybody could go to IU. You just gotta have a brain and a heart You have a brain and a body and they're just gonna take you in. It's a big machinery line. One kid goes in, another kid goes out, and one kid goes in, another kid goes out. That's why I said the job market's not easier either, because this is how the corporate sector is. And that's what I have learned throughout my time at VU and my time here at IU, but also being around the corporate generation inside places such as Bloomington Meadows Hospital, Psychiatric in Bloomington, Indiana, and Campania Academy, which I'll tell you that corporate doesn't give a shit. Corporate doesn't give a shit. I don't care. I don't care what anyone says. Corporate doesn't give a shit. Schools don't give a shit. So why in the world would we actually have a law that actually restricts cultural race theory, which is good? It's a good thing. Cause it's stupid. I think kids should just know the basics and then go on to in high school learn more about trade skills and then get a full-time job because we shouldn't be incorporating culture inside our schools. I mean, hell, they got sex ed, they got social studies, they got all they are already doing photos about consent or guides for consent, which I'm telling you more of these kids want to pop their want to take their pants off today. So that's just our generation today, which is stupid, but This is just how schools are now in the 21st century. And not only that, but you also have school shooters in the United States, such as the case as Eric Crumbly, who I should not be mentioning that for any Oxford student listening. That was the worst one. That was not the worst shooting in the United States, but it was one of the most heartbreaking because it left behind four people and they're all dead. They're all dead. But yes, I do believe that guns should be used in scenarios of tactical drain, training and self-defense. So, yes, I support the Second Amendment on that part. In terms of it now being in our schools, it's that's another reason why schools are all jacked up. But, yeah, the last thing I was going to talk about with news was Rand Paul, the greatest Republican of all time, versus Dr. Anthony Felci. We need to wear more masks. No, we don't need to wear masks. No, we need to wear masks. No, we don't need to wear masks. No, we Come on, undecided joke. You undecided joke. You undecided killer.
0: Name Dr. Anthony Fauci. I came in from the earth to come here and get your heart and make you wear
1: masks. Is there on my earrings? I got mask earrings. I got mask Louis Vuitton's. I got mask Gucci bottles and I got more masks and more social distancing. And yes, I know where Corona is. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Rand Paul is speaking facts because every Republican like myself would agree that the COVID-19 situation is one of the worst situations we've been in in the last few years. The job market has changed. The people have changed. The landscape of America has changed. I met Dr. Anthony Fauci is a killer, and I'm just going to say he is a big, boneheaded killer. And if you want to forgive me, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I I wear masks because of this reason, because I tested, almost tested positive, but the day I tested was the day I got better, and then I felt better the rest of the week. But, yes, I did feel like I was losing my sense of smell or taste and I did lose my sense of smell or taste. But if I had tested two weeks previous, I would have been positive. Nobody in my family has had COVID. Nobody in my family has shown signs of COVID. It's basically because my mom and sister stay inside all the time. Plus, I mean, since COVID's happened, there really isn't a, m- a lot to do. Unless like you're doing county fairs or stuff like that. I mean, that that's it. If you want to go to a sporting event, yeah, they got sporting events open now. they got 50,000, 60,000 people back in these stands. You just saw a great game last night with the best fan base in Georgia and Alabama. But that's a story for another day. Uh, I'm just going to say that uh, that, uh, Fauci and Rand Paul, they're just like two neck and necks. It reminds me a lot of when my grandfather, who is now dead, and my great- cousin who's now dead their names were jim and jimmy his son jimmy was left with abandonment issues and when he had the more abandonment issues he had the more he got more screwed up but the more he got screwed up was because jim had left his life and then was starting to abuse him and three other people by just abandoning these people including my mother but uh, during that like ram paul is like Jimmy, where he's trying to explain the facts and explain the truth. Every time he came to the palace, it seemed as if he was sharing the truth to Jim, that you hurt me, you neglected me, you did this, you did that. And then Jim is Dr. Anthony Fauci. And it's just scary because you could see his face all bright red just just going boom, 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 boom. This is American politics and American healthcare today. It's just sad. It's heartening. It's really sad to see American politics like this because nobody, not even the right, knows how to read the right hand or the left hand doesn't know how to read the left hand and the middle doesn't know the middle you don't know any road less traveled by because there are no roads left traveled by and i'm just going to say that uh dr fauci is a killer but at the same time ram paul is speaking facts and the truth because i've seen their comp, uh, comp- uh, competitions on tv and they should honestly be doing wwe if they're going to be fighting like this it's, it's not intense, and yes, Fauci is a liar, he's been lying about this virus, saying with Dr. Rochelle Wolski, what a damn girl there, what a girl, man. She really is one. Like, oh, my God. Like, I should be wearing, like, my $200 masks and my $300 scrunchies and, like, my $400 that and $500 that. Oh, my God. What's up, Dr. Fauci? What should we do to kill more Americans today? Like, oh, my God. Like, it is, like, so weird because it's stupid. That's all it is. I mean because with Dr. Michelle Walski, she doesn't know what days you need to stay inside. And I mean, if you don't know what days to stay inside in, that's like deciding how many days a dying cancer patient should stay at the IU hospital. They don't they're like, oh, you know, he should stay here for five days, he should stay here for ten days, stay here for 15 days. That actually happened with my grandmother. She had Alzheimer's between 2016 and 2020. And she was at an assistant living and we didn't know how many days we'd keep her in there, how many days we'd live without her. That's why that's why that prepared me for COVID because that prepared me a lot for COVID because when Jane was dying every single day, it just felt like a part of her was dying every single day until she died on February 11th of 2020. But after that, uh, it was just, it was just sad. It was a just not a sad situation. It was a realization once COVID started hitting. I'm like, oh, This is exactly how we were like when Jane was alive. But yes, folks, sad to say it. This is American Politics with Rand Paul and Dr. Anthony Fauci. And that does it for your news coverage on Let's Go Breeding.